Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series in the hospitality tabletop industry. Hosted by Dave Turner, Seat Yourself is 20 to 30 minutes of what's happening in the world of hospitality tabletop. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. This podcast was originally published on the week of March 16th, 2020, and runs for approximately 25 minutes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Seat Yourself. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself, and I want to welcome you back to another episode of our weekly podcast. By the way, this is episode number 66 of Seat Yourself, and we're glad you joined us for the ride. And yes, the rumors are true. We're still very, very virus-free here, and we're still devoted to the world of hospitality tabletop. Once again, thanks for joining us. We're back in Studio B here in beautiful Baltimore on America's East Coast. And this week in industry news, we've got the latest on the acquisition from global leader Steelite International. And we've also got some news about a certain Chicago-based equipment and supplies dealer that's out with another fabulous tabletop publication. In product and company news this week, we've got a great story on a German glassware company that's undergoing a new branding and brand positioning strategy, which they hope will bring music to your ears and others. And along with that, we've also got another great 60 Seconds with Shannon segment. Shannon, of course, is the well-known category manager for tableware and buffetware at Chicago's Edward Don and Company. This week, Shannon and I discuss what makes a product line or a company attractive for someone like Edward Don and Company to partner with. Then, we wind it all up this week with a commentary on a concept that I think is incredibly relevant given the state of our world these days, and that is the power of connection. Connection is so very critical to the B2B world in all ways, and now, in the crazier times that we're living, the power of connection is even more important than ever before. So thanks for joining us, and never worry, Seat Yourself is remaining open during this COVID-19 pandemic, and for the next 20 to 30 minutes or so, you can relax and enjoy the ride. All this while remaining completely virus-free. And as we always do, we start each episode of Seat Yourself Off with our Stat of the Week. This week's Stat of the Week is 17. 2019 was the 17th year in a row that sales and convenience stores have grown all according to the National Association of Convenience Stores. Three in four C-store retailers saw increased in-store sales, while only 7% reported any decrease. And the category with the largest jump in in in-store sales was from, you guessed it, food service. The food service segment accounted for nearly one quarter of in-store sales, and that's up from 3% in 2015. Lots of growth in food service in C-stores. In fact, 56% of consumers said they purchased meals at gas stations at least once per month. And 75% said they're seeking healthier options than they used to. Better for you foods, including fruit, vegetables, nuts, health bars, and yogurt, were a strong contributor to the growth of food service in C-stores, according to the Trade Association. And approximately 70% of those retailers saw a boost in better-for-you product sales. And who's shopping in these convenience stores these days? Well, 50% of millennial and Gen Z shoppers now consider themselves heavy convenience store shoppers. And that figures up from just 37% in 2018. 
So in the all-important 20 to 40-year-old age group, more and more of these folks are buying their food service meals in convenience stores. And convenience stores are responding to the demands from this demographic group by offering more and more better-for-you products. All of this resulting in more and more away-from-home meals coming from places other than traditional restaurants. And that's why our stat of the week this week is 17. That's the number of consecutive years the convenience store segment in America has been growing. And in industry news this past week, the big news came this last Friday when Steelite International, the world-leading manufacturer and supplier of award-winning tableware and buffet solutions for the hospitality industry, when they announced the acquisition of William Edwards Limited. The announcement comes on the heels of Arbor's acquisition of Steelite International, announced in December of 2019, fueling Steelite's expansion and global product offerings. William Edwards Limited, founded in 1993 by William Edwards in Stoke-on-Trent, is known globally for its fine bone china and for servicing famous brands all across the world. And this includes collaborations with Michelin-starred chefs like Brett Graham and Tom Carriage to design stunning yet still practical tableware collections for them. William Edwards' excellent reputation for servicing four- and five-star hotels is second to none and includes a roster of high-profile customers, customers including Rosewood London, Claridge's, Four Seasons Hotels, the Connaught, the Dorchester, and historic royal palaces. Regarding the acquisition, John Miles, president and CEO of Steelite International, said, We are so pleased to welcome William Edwards and his team at William Edwards Limited to Steelite International. Our goal with all our iconic brands is to provide customers with exceptional quality, creative design, and unparalleled service. William Edwards is a perfect fit. And owner William Edwards echoed Miles' sentiment by stating, We at William Edwards Limited are very excited to be joining Steelite International. We see this as the perfect fit for our ambitions of future worldwide brand growth. The combination of Steelite International's unrivaled global reach with both of our UK-based factories in Stoke-on-Trent working in unison will undoubtedly allow our passion and creativity in tableware to thrive into the future. The acquisition of William Edwards Limited will strengthen Steelite's position in the luxury tableware sector, while at the same time powering William Edwards' growth in development, design, and manufacturing of luxury dinnerware. Both Steelite and William Edwards will continue to operate their current, from their current facilities in Stoke-on-Trent, which of course is the heartland of England's ceramics industry and has been since the late 1700s. Congratulations to both of these fine companies and best wishes to everyone involved for big success as they go forward together. And in other news, the latest edition of the Edward Don Tabletop Advisor is out. Yes, their spring 2020 edition has finally hit the streets. And this edition has 150 pages of great products and great ideas on how operators of all types can improve the look and the feel of their tabletop presentations. With many brand new products from some of the world's best and most creative manufacturers, the 2020 Spring Tabletop Advisor from Edward Don and Company looks to us to be one of their best ever. The strong theme of colorful dinnerware continues, and now you're seeing that trend take even more hold with some of the new glassware styles as well. So operators, the springtime is a great time to freshen up the look of your tabletop and your buffet. And while the current moment is not great for hospitality, we understand all that. But this won't last for long, and when our industry bounces back, it will bounce back with strength and lots of vigor. So you'll want to be ready. And you can believe this latest tabletop advisor from Don can help you get to where you need to go. 
To get your copy, go to their website, don.com, and look for the section marked Publications. Click on that, and you should be able to see the 2020 Tabletop Advisor there for you to download. And of course, you can always get your copy from your local Edward Don & Company salesperson. Edward Don & Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. And in company and product news this week, one interesting company that we always try to make a visit to when we're attending Ambiente is Zweezel Glass. Zweezel is a Bavarian company that produces extraordinary glassware of all types, and they've been doing it for the past 140 or so years. And at Zweezel, for them, it's never been just about the glass, but it's always about the inherent possibilities that are in the glass that they use. The goal at Zweezel is to create unique products that are at the highest level of manufacturing skill and craftsmanship, and these products are ones that offer extraordinary experiences, along with plenty of enjoyment and a chance to build some real strong community. At Zweezel, their goal is to produce products that lend a special touch to every table setting, and they want to be part of a refined taste throughout the world. And at this year's Ambiente, the company announced a new branding effort to make Zweezel Glass the umbrella brand for their brand Zweezel 1872 and Schatzweezel, all while using a mu musical note to designate the new look and the new positioning. After all, according to the company, the sound of toasting with a Zweezel glass is unmistakable, and it's the sound of true hospitality. And while we were at Ambiente, we caught up with Zweezel Glass Area Manager Florian Welch to get his take on the new strategy and the new branding. And here's what Florian had to say. Oh, the new rebranding for Zweezel Glass is a music note. The music note is a very special symbol. And really developing the music note was a long story. So we had a long way behind us and um, uh, we really went to our original and we were thinking, okay, what do we do best? What do we do? And why are we different to other ones? So being in Zwiesel in the Bavarian forest since 1872, um, we have been glass manufacturer ever since. We were there for the most demanding guests as well in the hospitality sector as in the retail and wholesale sector. So for any guest, whether at home or in a restaurant, we want to be their choice. And with Zwiesel Glass, we find a new way now to bring that all to life because with our values, with our skills, what we already bring in, we want to uplift every single moment to a very special one. We want to make sure that every person can enjoy a glass of wine as they want to have it. And the music note is a very special symbol because it's disruptive on the one hand, yes it is, but if you cling and cheer in the very beginning of every single drink, you will hear the perfect sound of our glasses. And perfect sound only gets to a point when the glass quality is a really, really high one. So you can try at home and you can try also with our tweezel glass. You will see the difference. Our clinger will last for a long time. You will have a perfect sound in your ear. You will have joy. You will have the music. And it's all about the music because music is for good people. Bad people don't have songs. And um, uh, with the music, we are delighted to be in a different spot there. So um, it is great having this music now because it shows that people um, are enjoying life and um, our products and that's the reason why we now have our new umbrella brand Zwiesel Glass um, with the music note and we are looking forward to seeing as many people cheering with our glasses. The new branding effort under the musical note identifier of course has a Z to accompany the note. 
The shape of the note is meant to symbolize the enjoyment and the harmony of social interaction. The note celebrates the hospitality and appreciation that guests and hosts express to each other. And of course, the Z in the logo stands for Zwiesel. But the news from Zwiesel isn't all about the branding. As usual, they have lots of new products to talk about, and one that we like very much is the new Vervino wine glass collection. With its thin-walled bowl, refined stem, and wide-bottom uh, foot area, Vervino is a very high-quality machine-made series that appears to be virtually made by hand. Vervino was developed with experienced sommeliers to ensure that the collection offered maximum sensory enjoyment, making sure that the glasses bring out all the bouquet of the various different grape varieties for maximum enjoyment again and unparalleled hospitality. The manufacturing and expertise, their expertise in high-quality glassware produced by this Bavarian global leader has been recognized for decades as being some of the best glassware made anywhere. And the ranges of Zwiesel glass run from Cabernets to craft cocktails, with designs and shapes and looks that span the entire spectrum of design, from classic to contemporary. With Zwiesel glass, they believe there's a musical note for everyone in the hospitality industry, from Michelin-starred restaurants to high-volume banqueting and catering. To learn more about Zwiesel Glass, the new branding, or its various collections, visit their website, zwieselcrystalglass.com. And if you're a hospitality customer in North America, you can find out more about Zwiesel from their partners at Fortessa. Their website is ftsonline.com. And finally, we've got a little more glassware news for you this week. Another great German glassware company, Stosel, has recently launched a new website devoted to their Stosel USA subsidiary. And of course, Stosel sells to both hospitality customers and to the consumer markets here in the U.S. as well. Both are covered on this new website. And of course, Stosel produces all its glassware in a great state-of-the-art factory in Weisswasser, Germany. That's over near the border with neighboring Poland. And for those who may not be aware... Stosel Glassware is also part of a much larger privately held CAG holding group. In total, CAG holding group of companies comprise over 40 production sites, and they have approximately 8,000 employees. And you can find the new website for Stosel USA by going to stosel-usa-glassware.com. And when you're there, You'll find separate pages for both the Stosel hospitality business and their consumer business as well as a, as a news page with all the latest and the greatest that's happening for Stosel USA. And you'll also find links to the corporate Stosel glassware site website and Stosel's distribution partner here in the U.S. That's Rack USA. Again, the new website address is stosel-usa-glassware.com. Now, 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave sits down with Shannon Talon of Edward Donald Company and asks the question of the week. This week, Shannon discusses what makes a product or company attractive to partner with. Hey, everybody. We're back here again with Shannon Talon. Shannon, of course, is the category buyer for both tableware and buffetware at Edward Donald Company out of Chicago. And Shannon... I have to tell you, I just got back from uh, not long ago from Frankfurt and that show, and it seems like at all recent trade shows, nearly every vendor of tabletop and buffetware, they've really all upped their game a lot when it comes to product design and, and product quality too. So the question this week is, beyond price, what are the other aspects of a company or a product line that really make it attractive for you to consider uh, as a product line for Edward Donner Company? Oh my gosh, I love this question because <laughs> there can be so many factors, really, and it will sometimes depend on who you ask. But 
world according to me only. When I see a new product, whether it's in tabletop or buffet, it has to, for me, have that wow factor. Sometimes that's the visual appearance, the aesthetic. Sometimes it is the, when I pick it up, it's the touch and feel, and you can feel the quality, you can feel the weight, you can feel the the craftsmanship almost. And in some cases, that wow factor is the realization that that item meets a real need in the market. And so I think it, it, it depends on the product. It depends on the category. And it often also depends on the type of customer that you are looking to, to sell the product to. I may think a new line of dinnerware is the most stunning thing I've ever seen. Beautiful, on trend, good quality. But sometimes, you know, it falls on deaf ears with the customer community, with the, with the operator community, because maybe I think the color is really cool, but food doesn't look great on that color when you plate it. And so it really depends on the customer, the type of customer, the taste of the customer, how they're trying to use the product. But for me, I'm looking for things that are either, you know, just visually stunning, again, meet a need or bring a solution to the market, or that I can tell is is really good quality compared to the other competitive options available in the market. One other thing that you've left out that we use here at Seat Yourself and Tabletop Journal is we like to work with nice people. <laughs> well, I was really speaking specifically <laughs> about the about product, but yes, I mean, when it comes to the other elements of how we you know decide what what products we're going to sell or what companies we're going to work with, so much of it does come down to people. We've talked a lot about trust and reliability before on Seat Yourself, and so all of that goes into it when you're talking about the non-product aspect for sure. Now, here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave talks about the power of connection. Hi, everybody. In today's commentary, I want to talk about the power of connection. With the COVID-19 virus pandemic circling all around us, we're obviously navigating through uncharted waters, both in our personal lives and our professional lives. Unsure of who or what to believe in as we make our day-to-day decisions, we're likely turning to our most trusted resources. No matter the industry, whether it is the trust we put into the brands we rely upon or the trust we have in people, that trust is derived from the depths of our relationships and the strength and power of our connections. And within the B2B world of hospitality supply, especially hospitality tabletop supply, it's always, always, always all about the relationships. And in times like we're experiencing now, it's more than ever about the depth, strength, and the power of those connections. But with the newfound idea of social distancing and people being directed to work from home, connecting and strengthening relationships can be made much more difficult without those usual face-to-face meetings to rely upon. However, B2B suppliers absolutely need to find ways to connect with their customers. And fortunately, the customers absolutely need to find ways to connect with their B2B suppliers as well. And while it's always true, it becomes even more important in times of trouble and uncertainty. We all need to spend more time connecting to our prospects, our customers, and our account influencers. If we're not going to be able to have face-to-face meetings, then we need to find ways to strengthen and add uh, power to our connections any way we can and to get that depth of relation somehow, some way. And I would argue that as difficult as our current situation is now to do all that, now is also an incredible opportunity to take our B2B relationships to a much deeper level of trust and connection. Not long ago, the U.S. Chamber of Commerce published five practices that can help us build and strengthen 
our B2B connections. Practice number one, solve a problem for our customers better than anyone else can. Find an unmet area of opportunity for our customers that we can solve better than anyone else and then execute against those opportunities. Ideas come very easy, but the execution part, that's the hard part. We need to seek out those needs of our customers and suppliers as well. And we need to find those untapped markets and they will help us succeed. Practice number two, don't focus so much on price. Price is rarely the ultimate deciding factor for our customers who choose to do business with us in the B2B world. We need to focus on solving problems and exceeding expectations. And businesses, customers, they'll generally pay more for that, for that, uh, that help and support. Practice number three, protect their brand and their data as fiercely as we protect our own. We need to respect the distribution, pricing, and marketing wishes of our customers and suppliers and not abuse our access that we're given to their information and their data. Practice number four, understand that we're not their number one priority. People are busy, so stick to simple, straightforward communication. Make it easy for them to give us approval and move forward. Don't bury our message or they're never going to read it. And practice number five, Remember that relationships, they're a marathon, marathon, not a sprint. We need to build our relationships over time. Prove that we can do the little things right, and we'll get asked to do bigger things for our customers. Many more opportunities will follow if we can earn our customers' trust. And then, in times like this, there are some little things that you can do as well. We can all improve the connection between our customers and ourselves, by, for instance, when was the last time that we dated, updated our LinkedIn profiles? Have we ever posted about ourselves and our thoughts or our opinions? Or is it always about our company's products? And do we ever comment on posts from others? In fact, when was the last time we posted something that wasn't a hard sell, product-focused post? LinkedIn is one of those great tools to deepen our B2B relationships and strengthen the, the connections and the, build the power in those B2B connections. But we have to see it that way. And then be prepared to know, let others know who we really are, more about ourselves and who we are, really are and what we stand for. To be successful, our B2B relationships have to be much more than simple transactional partnerships. Times like we're experiencing at the moment, they're great reminders of all that. And we also must remember that honest, straightforward communication is a cornerstone of those powerful connections. And that power of connection is vital to communication in business. In fact, we all need to remember that connection is the foundation of every lasting, successful personal, professional, and customer relationship that we ever will achieve. Economic studies have shown us that people will choose to buy a more expensive product or service just because they like and trust the person who sold it to them. And just in case you were wondering, the same is true for our internal customers. Employees work harder for bosses they believe in. It isn't what we're selling or the idea that we're promoting that makes, us, makes the difference, but it's how firmly we can create rapport and that we can build trust. And that we build and strengthen those connections as well. Yes, the power of connection, now more than ever.
Well, that's it for this week's episode of Seat Yourself. And as always, I want to thank the Rockstar Category Manager, Shannon Talent, for joining us today. And of course, I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in as well. And finally, I want to make a special thanks to the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring in part this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. And remember to be sure to check out their most recent tabletop advisor. You can download it from their website, www. Dot don dot com. Just go to the homepage and scroll down to the publications section. We'll see you next time, but always remember, Tabletop Matters. That concludes this week's episode of Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series. For more news, information, and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry, be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com. <laughs>